Thank you for tuning in to Music Marvels with the Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson. I am music producer Chick with Beats. And I'm entrepreneur Breezy Gibson. And we're glad that you're rocking with us today. We've got another great show lined up for you. This time, jam-packed with music industry news. I mean, it's been a lot of stuff going on, so we're going to try to fit in as much as we can in the time that we have. And there will be beats by yours truly, of course. So what do you say about that? Oh, man, those beats now. Those beats. <laughs> beats. Hey, those beats be hitting. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you. All right, so without any further ado, let's go. Okay, let's go.
It is business. Big business. back with music industry news hybe uh, has outlined a multi-label strategy plan that they've put in place uh, for bts during their absence you know just in case you missed the news they're gonna go ahead and serve their mandatory military term so they're planning on getting back together somewhere around 2025 once that's done uh we shared with you some of the strategies and things that they were investing in which kind of led to um, that they were looking at something outside of just having them as their major draw. So, I mean, you know, they've been humongous superstars. I don't even know what you should call them, but they've had tremendous success. But of course, you know, it's not always good to have all your eggs in one basket. So the company has, you know, kind of started looking at how to diversify. So they oversee multiple independent labels, including Scooter Braun's Ithaca Holdings, which it had merged with through Hive's America subsidiary last year. And just within South Korea alone, they house uh, Lettuce Entertainment, B-Lift Labs, Source Music, and many more. And so it's got a pretty extensive roster of K-pop artists, which include popular boy bands like Seventeen, Tomorrow, uh, and Together, and, and Hyphen. Um, they've got a rising rookie girl group, Les Seraphim and new jeans. So they've got some stuff going on and they're working their way uh, to make sure that they still got money coming in while their mega stars are serving their time. Mm. <laughs> hey, nothing surprises me, nothing surprises mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's a little takeaway with that. So, you know, you might have your main cash cow, but there's nothing wrong with having several different streams of income. So. Hey, look to diversify as much as you can. We're seeing a lot of artists doing that these days, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Multiple streams of income. I mean, you know, it's, it's almost like a no-brainer. So, hey, you know, if you're on the grind, recording and performing, uh, you want to look at something that's going to generate you some income while you sleep. Okay? So, <laughs> don't... Don't get stuck on thinking and feeling that, hey, you know, you generate your income by performances or, hey, look at it like that. Do something where you can earn some income, generate some profit and so forth while you're not even awake. Mm -hmm. Hey, stuff is happening. (laughs) Yes. And speaking of income, Glorilla says that she didn't make one red cent from the smash hit FNF. (laughs) Let's go. And so, yeah, despite receiving 23 million plays on streaming services and 44 million views on YouTube, she says she hasn't earned a dime from the song. However, according to OK Player, she's been cashing in on it through shows. So, you know, we're not really sure what she means by not one single dime. However, you shouldn't just be collecting money from shows. She should still be getting paid for that song. So the producer is saying that, you know, she owes him money for that. But that was her response to it is I haven't made any money from it. And so she shut down his claim that she signed away the song rights to her record label, but argued that the producer Hit Kid had actually signed away his rights within the first week for 50,000, not knowing how song the big the how big the song was about to become. So, yeah, there's a few things here to unpack. Um, you know, the infamous video that made its rounds where she was actually on the jet signing the contract. First of all, anybody who saw that video noticed she didn't read anything. She just signed it. So there is a possibility that she did sign away the rights and maybe she wasn't aware of it. Second of all, all that cash that they handed her on the plane was probably an advancement for it. So she might not be earning money for it now because she got paid up front and any streams that are coming through are probably just going straight back to the record label but who knows she might not be aware of how it works which is a lot of times what's happening when people sign these contracts with these labels so they make sure that they find people who can be kind of mesmerized with the money 
and not to take the time to look at what they're signing and that's so important so yeah we'll see how this kind of unfolds it's not looking like a a (laughs) yeah it just looks like both she and the producer kind of got duped but yeah we'll see what happens and we'll keep you updated as we get more information yeah yeah you know as we've said since day one right here on the music marvels with chicken beats and breezy gibson show you know always surround yourself with people who are capable um even though you may be you know you're just starting out you may not have much cash you may not have the knowledge you may not you know it's just you and your 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 family okay and that's that's a a real um unfortunate situation to be in but you you know you might be talented and one you got the desire to make it happen okay well even then just pause and and begin to surround yourself with some people who are capable who you know have you in their best interest that can that have a proven track record of of of, uh, guiding others to um protect them one way or the other and uh you know, so because you never know what happens in any any industry, specifically in the music industry, um, there's just there's nefarious folks all around the world, and there's nef- as long as there's nefarious folks all around the world, there's gonna be some nefarious folks in the music industry. Point mm-hmm. So, yeah, we gotta protect ourselves. We yes. gotta protect ourselves. Yes. And, uh, we just do. <laughs> Yeah, we've seen this story so many times, but it still keeps happening. So we know that at least it's not going to be our listeners <laughs> that uh, yeah. we'll be sharing this about because we know you guys know, you know, you've, you've been keeping your ear close to what's going on in the industry. But hey, tell your friends, watch out. And everybody, just like Breezy said, everybody doesn't have your best interests at heart. So you need to seek out those people. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and I'll raise my hand. I'll raise my hand because, ooh, 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, uh, I answered an ad for um, commercials, TV commercials, okay? And then when I, I show up at the place, the room full of 50, 60, 70 um, admirable young ladies and their parents, okay? And they had seen the same ad. Okay, so they had, you know, all of us had visions of of income, of trying to do something for ourselves and so on and so forth. But, you know, as the program started, they immediately uh, hit us with the requirement that even though a lot of these people had their own photos, no, no, that's not good enough. Uh, the first thing they did was hit us all with, well, we need a portfolio, but that portfolio has got to be done by the, it's got to be <laughs> Uh, completed by their folks okay for $860 wow right off the bat okay and see so that that you know followed with this and that and this and that and before you know it that ad added up to each person in there spending around $2100 but see when it was put in the newspaper none of that was included okay so just think and all of these 15 14 year olds 12 year olds uh, whatever in that room you know having aspirations like that and you know well i knew i couldn't afford that at that time okay but you know there's a lot of hearts broken in that room that time that day Mm. so you know there's there's a lot of stuff going on yeah shady individuals everywhere yeah you got your own you got your own photographs but no they're not good enough you got to have a new portfolio and it's got to be done by them yeah 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 i mean honestly you can kind of say there's similar situations with a lot of these people that are putting on shows and making people pay to perform um, yeah <laughs> yeah so it's like oh yeah we offer the pri- uh, cash prize when you look at how many people that they actually had on the roster that actually showed up, you know, it's basically taking advantage of people's desire to succeed. And there's a lot of that going on um, in the music industry and in the entertainment industry. So yeah, you, you just gotta be careful. And, um, you know, yes, it takes money to make money, 
but there's some some stuff man <laughs> yeah that situation that you described was not a good one um places that make you pay to perform mm-mm. as an artist and, and if you're at the top of your game and on your craft you shouldn't have to pay to perform you should be getting paid to perform so but yeah i mean that might be a whole nother discussion <laughs> <laughs> for another time because i know there are a lot of people that disagree with that and you know what you're entitled to your opinion but it's just straight facts so yeah we'll have to dive into that a little bit deeper at another time yeah yeah you know and and, and last but not least you know the the old uh sports athlete hook you know there's a lot of nightclubs and places <laughs> you know and they're getting ready to have their big jam on friday night saturday night or thursday night or whatever whatever oh by the way uh we got uh all-star uh football player so and so and so he's gonna be in the house they used his name mm. but he's nowhere near <laughs> see what i'm saying yeah. sometimes that team that the person's on the team is out of town they're not even in town right but the club is acting like they're going to be there. So come on out and meet this person while you're, you know, partying with us. That's a no, 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 no. Yeah. You got to be careful. All right. Uh, the U.S. music industry is targeting AI-based music extractors and mixers online that infringe on copyrights. So the Recording Academy contends that AI-based extractors and mixers allegedly copy the vocals, instruments, or other portions of a sound recording and generate remixes so that way they're very similar or almost as good as the reference tracks by um, well-known recording artists. So the Recording Academy is saying that by training their AI models to use the members' music, that that is unauthorized use and infringes on the copyrights. So they're about to bring down the hammer on as many as they can find. So, you know, we've been talking about how we're seeing a lot of these trends towards um, AI-based music. And, <laughs> you know, this will be something to kind of slow that down a little bit because that's a great point. If they're taking that and then mimicking uh, what the artist has done, basically kind of removing the human effort from it but um they're not compensating the artists for using them as a model that's not going to be any good so yeah we'll kind of keep an eye on how things are going in that sector as we get more information but what do you have what are your thoughts on that <laughs> well uh, <laughs> actually it's similar to what i was saying about the nightclubs you know when you say hey all-star player johnny q is going to be in the house or or even well-known performers. Hey, we got uh, a million uh, record seller, whatever, whatever. He's going to be in the house. We'll, we'll see. When you hear that, in the beginning, you can't tell whether they're going to be in the house to perform or whether they're going to be in the house just sitting in a booth somewhere. Mm -hmm. you, you see where I'm coming from? Mm -hmm. So those ads can be very misleading like that. Int uh, intentionally so you gotta inspect what you expect and, uh, you know so even though again there's some nefarious folks out there there's still some really upstanding folks as well so just, just watch where you step <laughs> alright Pinterest has struck deals with Warner Merlin and BMG to expand music um, on the platform so this is hey a heads up you might be able to get your music on Pinterest, even if you're not there. There are people that could love um, hearing your music and being able to access it there. You know, they've got um, something that's kind of similar to maybe Reels or TikToks, but called Idea Pins. So somebody can be sharing style tips, recipes or whatever. And now with these partnerships, they can put the music with it as well. So. You know, Pinterest is one of those platforms that I think a lot of artists kind of overlook. But yeah, there's a heads up. <laughs> you know, there's some stuff going down that they're getting ready to make some changes. And uh, you don't want to neglect um, any potential place where you could find people that need to hear your music. Well, one thing about it, if a chick with beats brings it up, you better listen. <laughs> you better follow, follow up, follow through. <laughs> 
All right. And uh, speaking of TikTok, Simon Cowell has teamed with TikTok, Universal Music Group, and um, well, basically to launch what's called STEM Drop, which will be a music making online talent show. So it just launched this past Wednesday on the 26th uh, with a 60 second clip of a new single composed by Max Martin, Savan, Kocha, and some other big names. But when the track dropped, uh, music makers from all over the world uh, via STEM Drop can access the stems, drums, vocals, guitar parts, or whatever to kind of build their own song. And then they can upload it for a chance to uh, kind of get spotted and signed by Republic Records. So, hey, make sure you check stem drop out if that's something that you're interested in so whether you're an artist yourself dj remixer whatever you got going you got a chance to shine and be a part of this online talent show hey hey jump 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 to it (laughs) yep All right, and Disney has launched a new Web3 experience to celebrate 100 years of Disney music. So the Disney Music Emporium online store is a 3D, 360 virtual experience that lets fans discover soundtracks and songs from popular Disney films and TV shows. So basically, you can click on various vinyl records and CDs throughout the space to get to listen. Okay, okay. Hey, let's click then. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, if you check it out, um, you know, it can kind of give you some ideas to do uh, with some things that you can try with your own music on your website. Hey, you know, <clears throat> the sky is totally the limit on ideas that pop up, uh, things that are created. And, you know, I mean, you you got to search, you know, don't don't let the stuff pass you by. Because any little thing might be your ticket to uh, getting done what you're attempting to get done. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So, eyes open, ears open, mm-hmm. fingers ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, global, the global music streaming market analysis report for 2022 is showing that AI and machine learning is gaining momentum. So, just kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Um, that's part of the reason why uh, the Recording Academy and music labels in the U.S. are going after this to make sure that all artists are fairly compensated as this gains steam. So, yeah, the music streaming market is expected to grow to $45.31 billion in 2026 at a compound annual growth rate of 13.57%. So they're expecting the streaming market to get even bigger than it already is at a very quick rate every single year. And so, yeah, they're looking at our artificial intelligence kind of helming most of that growth. So once again, we'll keep you posted as we get more information. I know India Irie is looking at that very closely. (laughs) All right. And Snoop Dogg has launched Death Row Records wine brand. So he's joining forces with Treasury Americas to launch a new wine brand named after his label that he became famous on. And uh, so the Death Row Records limited edition red wine is just Snoop's latest foray into the spirits world because, of course, he had Indago Gin (laughs) uh, and he worked with Treasury Americas 19 Crimes for the Snoop Dogg Cali Red Blend in 2020 which I can tell you is very, very delicious. So once again, another example of an artist diversifying, um, you know, nothing wrong with that. Making sure that uh, you can accomplish your goals um, via various means. Yeah, yeah. And shout to Snoop for uh, showing up in Jackson, Mississippi over last weekend. Uh, left L.A., went to uh, Jackson, Mississippi to participate in the uh HBCU Jackson State University's homecoming celebrations. And uh, he was able to make his way into the locker room with Dion Sanders and the, and the players. So, you know, that was completely uh, unexpected. So they he, he gave them some support for what they're doing and uh, support for the HBCUs as well. Nice. 
All right, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause, and then we'll be back with more music industry news right after this. Okay.
fam. This is Breezy Gibson from The Breeze Team. How would you like to see an online platform that brings you people who've already indicated that they're interested in your particular type of business? Whether it's your music you're selling, hip-hop clothing, you got a restaurant or a cafe, or if you're an entrepreneur or agent for a business, visit me at breeze2cheese.com. That's using the number two, breeze2cheese.com, or click my bio link on my Instagram profile to see a live demo how this can help you get more customers and make more money. Hey, this is a chick with beats. I am a multi-genre music producer and strategist to indie artists and labels. Visit my website, achickwithbeats.com, for resources for artists and instrumentals available in various genres for songs, blogs, blogs, podcasts, themes, TV, film, commercials, and more. Once again, that's a chick with beats.com, A-C-H-I-C-K. W-I-T-B-E-A-T-Z. Let's make something happen. All right. And we're back with more music industry news. The lady of the house founder has been accused of bullying, gaslighting, and harassment. So a DJ duo and a former associate, uh, or excuse me, a former associate of the Film Focus Collective and record label called Lady of the House has shared that the founder was frequently condescending um, she basically came to antagonize people to hurry up and get things done the way that she wanted them done. And, you know, it's just kind of unfortunate because that's supposed to be the whole purpose of founding Lady of the House to give women, you know, an equitable space in the dance music industry and to hear that some were unfairly treated by another woman is really, really sad to hear. So now, you know, after these accusations have come forth and, you know, there's been some feedback, the founder is going to quote unquote, take some time away from the role um, since those accusations while everything's being investigated on those ends. So when I actually tweeted about this, the DJ duo liked it right away. So I'm guessing whatever they experienced must have been completely horrendous, but they actually had to step down from the show um, just based off of how they felt that they were being treated by the founder. And so, you know, the music industry, basically any industry is typically going to be a little bit rougher for us women, but, you know, the music industry, especially, there's so many things that we contend with that uh, most people wouldn't even be aware of. But yeah, it's really unfortunate when you're actually in a space that's supposed to be free of that, to actually be receiving that same kind of treatment from one of our own that had to be terrible. So I hope that they get that figured out. But, um, you know, just a heads up, because I know we've shared some of the things and initiatives that they've been working on. So, hey, we got to share the whole side of the story, not just the good, too. Uh, we want to make sure that you are fully informed and have uh, all the news that we have. Wow. Yeah. You know, that, that that's, that's disheartening right there. Um, but, you know, I'm just glad that, you know, you're bringing the awareness, um, bucket in and, um, that's something that people really do need to know and be aware of. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. All right. And the UK hacker who stole artist songs got sentenced to 18 months. So he stole music from Ed Sheeran, Lil Uzi Vert, Frank Ocean, Pulse Malone and others. And he illegally obtained the songs and sold them on the dark web for cryptocurrency. They estimate that he made at least $147,000 on the transaction. So now he's got to do some jail time uh, because of that. So, you know, it's crazy. Some of the ways that he obtained it, most of their stuff was uh, cloud-based. And so he hacked into their clouds to gather music that wasn't out yet and found a way to profit from it uh, via cryptocurrency. So, you know, just kind of a heads up, you know, be on your P's and Q's, because as we mentioned before, there's a lot of individuals that just don't really have your best interests at heart. So just something to be aware of. And on the flip side of that, if you're one of those people that kind of likes to you know you're a huge music fan and maybe you like to get it where you know in ways you shouldn't be getting it you can't capitalize off of someone else's work like that um you know it's blatant copyright infringement and so they were able to uh see justice for that so that's a thing that happened crazy right 
very, very, very crazy. I mean, you know, you could say hint, hint. Let me use your uh, cable password. I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that day, that day, that day is is past, man. You know, but people are still trying to do that. They still are doing that, and that's um, you know, stealing from. It's just a stealing. You know, yeah. So I mean, if, if you had a if you had a bakery or something like that, and somebody's stealing your your cupcakes and cakes and breads and stuff, I mean, you feel the same way. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, not a good look, not a good fit. Right. So, yeah. Although these next couple of stories, you know, it kind of makes you wonder if this is something that's going to continue because. Apple Music has just raised their uh, subscription price to $10.99 in the U.S. for the individual ones. And so, you know, once that happens, then, you know, you start to see it happen with the other companies and whatnot. Uh, So Apple also increased the pricing for their Apple TV service, Apple One, and, you know, just everywhere worldwide. But those are the specific numbers for what's going on in the U.S. According to Apple, the change in Apple Music the pricing was due to um, increasing licensing costs because that rate is going up. And so they're trying to make sure that they still get their piece of the pie, even though they're finally having to pay artists a little bit more. So, you know, it's kind of a move that should have been expected uh, once that royalty rate went up. And of course, Spotify says that it might follow because YouTube um, had made some increases as well. And, the CEO of Spotify said that with Apple, you know, imp- implementing the increases um, varying anywhere between one to three dollars and YouTube raising their price of their premium family plan from twenty two ninety nine, uh, I mean, excuse me, to twenty two ninety nine from seventeen ninety nine. You know, that's kind of a huge hike. So when that happens, that kind of gives the competition a little more leeway. So you can pretty much be sure that that Spotify price is going to increase, but maybe a little bit less than what some of the competitors are doing. So just something to be aware of. And hey, that means if they're making more money, then the artist should be getting more money, which, you know, kind of leads to another thing. We'll probably see something coming up about uh, another increase for the royalty rate once uh, those time frames are up, which I believe are current until 2025. But yeah, we've shared it on the show before. It's definitely in the archives. So yeah, what do you think about that? Well, you know, I mean, it's like this. Uh, people work hard for their career. They work hard. They spend a lot of money in acquiring equipment or uh, taking classes, getting various degrees and so on and so forth. Okay, so if you're an entrepreneur, if you're an indie operator, if you are somebody who is a singer, musician, and you're doing your own thing, trying to get it up off the ground, or if you're in the entrepreneurial realm where you're, you're you've created a product, or you're selling a product, or whatever, whatever, or you're you're selling a service. What all this means to me is that stick to your guns. S- stick to your guns when it comes to pricing your services. Mm. Okay. So if the if the major companies and corporations are easing their rates up, you as an individual, you as a singer, you as a performer, you as an entrepreneur, business owner, uh, sole proprietor, whatever, stick to your prices. Mm-hmm. And so when people come, when you know, people don't go to those big companies asking for a discount. Sure but a lot of times they come to you asking for for a discount. So mm-hmm. no. Your service and your product is worth just as much. So if not, so stick to your guns with your prices. You know, if, if they can if they can make money like that, then you can too. Yes. You know, you brought that up and um, I just came across some information that talked about how to remove the emotion from your pricing. And one of the top tips was pretend that you're it's your friend's business and you're doing the pricing for them. So if you if you want to make sure that your friend gets the maximum amount they can get, you should be just as kind to yourself. I'm very glad you brought that up. Yeah, we might have to do a, a special segment on that at some point. Yeah, yeah. Sean Cobain, where you at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. And, you know, speaking of Spotify, are you talking about that? Stick it to your guns. They've added 7 million premium subscribers in the third quarter of the year. And so it brought their total to 15 million. So that's the premium one, not the people who just use the free one, but premium subscribers. So, um, you know, with that increase going up like that, so wait, no, I'm sorry, the total now is 195 million. So yeah, it's increased 15 million to date for the whole entire year. But, you know, that that's a huge jump. And with the total monthly active users now hitting 456 million, so that includes the free tier, they've got a nice chunk of the market. And so that should be reflected in royalties and yeah. But yeah, there, there's a lot of moving pieces, things happening that I'm sure that we'll be sharing as the weeks unfold, um, as all these price hikes and numbers go up and yeah, once all this comes into fruition, you know, we'll be talking about this in more detail in the future, I'm sure of it. Well, you know, the, the name of the game, the name of the game out there, people try to lowball you all the time. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you put your hard work, your invested your time, invested your efforts and so on and so forth, and you come up with a price, nah. Somebody comes at you want to lowball you, nope, you highball them back. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you feel like you're actually not worth it. But if you feel like you're worth it, stick to your guns. Mm. If you yeah. feel like you're not worth it, and none of us feels that way, right? Can't feel right. that way. Yeah, you know, can't. <laughs> but you know, uh, don't 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 bend. I mean, you can bend, but don't break. There you go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. And the $200 million uh, special purpose acquisition company called the Music Acquisition Corp is filed to liquidate early and delist the shares from the New York Stock Exchange. So yeah, we actually shared when this was coming up. So this was the long-term Geffen Records president, Neil Jacobson's company. And so it floated on the stock exchange in February last year, raised $230 million. But one of the reasons for early liquidation is that they don't think that they're going to get all the business combinations done that they wanted to by February of next year. So they just want to call it quits and not lose any money. So man, that was really fast because I feel like we had kind of just mentioned uh, once it had listed on the stock exchange and that was a really short run um, (laughs) if that actually passes. So yeah. Sometimes things like that happen. They come and they go quickly. So heads up. Yeah, real a real heads up. Mm-hmm. Right. And Live Nation Women um, has funded Gritty and Pink startup to help um, a hiring to develop a hiring platform for diverse female professionals in the music industry. So you know, we were just talking earlier about the one that you know didn't really have a good outcome <laughs> at the moment but hey there's another opportunity here to make it easier for female founded live music businesses um, to kind of get a level playing field which is an awesome thing you know was when we're absolutely capable of getting things done so it's nice uh, when collectives like this pop up and try to help us get the fair advantage that we deserve hey well um you know we compound it over and over and over and over uh you are worth something and you know what you're worth so stand by your guns as i've said um there's an there's an evolution (laughs) of of business going on you know and and with these news stories you can tell that the trends are going up there's no doubt about that. So if the trends are going up, don't leave yourself out. Yes. Well said. <laughs> All right. And um, so that does it for this week's edition of Music Marvels with the Chicka Beats and Breezy Gibson. We are so glad that you tuned in to hang out with us once again. Um, a super huge shout out to our home stations, Grander Radio out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Sparks Radio out of Denver, Colorado. 
And I just really love doing this every week and knowing that you guys are getting something out of it. What do you think, Breeze? Well, man, look, man, people are stopping me on the street and everything. You know, some people that, I, I mean, I have no idea who they are. You know, they've, they've, they've sent me info or they've made comments in person. And, um, you know, I said, oh, really? You you heard that? Yeah, they, they heard it. So, you know, it's making a difference. And some are uh, not just around the corner. Some are halfway across the world. So, mm. um, you know, it makes a big difference. So we're doing what we can do to uh, bring our little bit of positivity and awareness, you know, combined with the knowledge uh, to help each and every listener out there in some some form of fashion. So thanks for being a listener and thanks for being a supporter. Yes. All right. And so you know where to find us next time. Till then, tune in, tell a friend, and we'll see you then. Peace. Peace.